Hey. All right. So, Lisa Marie, Jacques Dumas, welcome to this space. Just really wanna keep bringing attention to the fact that I have a mentorship program that I will be launching. And um, it's really going to be phenomenal. <laughs> because it, just as I do on a regular basis, channeling the current energy, the current frequency. So it's very dynamic in its presentation. There isn't a created format that I'm going to follow. It's really going to be what wants to arise in that moment specifically for the participants. And there's going to be um, weekly Zoom sessions for for everyone and it's for a group and group dynamic is really beautiful because when we come together for a group we are reflecting each other's shadows so there's a lot of really beautiful healing and um, recognition that can happen within that space so it's going to be a three-tiered program and uh, the first tier includes those videos along with a bunch of other tools and then each tier offers more and it's going to be very very reasonably priced with a lot of extra goodies and whatnot but most importantly it's just going to create a really powerful container of love and support and community and alignment and really offering the participants a raised vibration on a regular basis because I know a lot of people raise their vibration and then they have it fall again and they fall into limiting beliefs and fears and get kind of affected with their reality and this kind of reoccurring uh container really allows the participants to keep their vibration high and that's guys how you really transform and transcend so I'm really excited about it definitely if you're interested reach out to me um, I'm finalizing it and then I will be launching it um, soon all right so today's video I want to talk about faith and finances what great conversation <laughs> and these are really big topics right now really big topics. So what do I mean by that? Well, right now we are being triggered. We are even being challenged in a lot of these ways. Now, if you are a person who has been, you know, really following the path and, and potentially is, you know, using the path to assist others, whether you're a healer, um, you know, a channeler, you know, or whether you're just a bright light, a lighthouse is what I like to call it. If you're a lighthouse, then you are most likely coming across this questioning of faith. And First off, what is this looking like? What is it feeling like? It's feeling like, you know, potentially questioning yourself and everything that you've been doing. And, you know, is this even going to turn out to anything? Is this even going to, is the world going to change? Is it going to end up the way that you have been seeing or sensing or feeling? You know, is all of the work that you've been doing ridiculous? You know, is it all one big lie? Is none of this real? And it, it literally, the, the faith or the lack of faith is really in those spheres of consciousness. It can be very much circled around you within your own faith or belief within yourself. Can I do this? Is this right for me? Maybe my path is wrong. Maybe I should be doing something else. Maybe I should give in and just like, fuck this. I don't want to do this anymore. 
And then the faith can be, you know, uh, expanded out into, you know, is the world going to change or are we just going to continue in this hate and anger? And then, of course, much larger, you know, is the is any of this real? Okay, so just being aware of anything along those lines of where you have been feeling this lack of faith. And I want to tell you a story because it's very uh, in alignment with what is occurring right now. So when I was a little girl, I had a, a knowing that I could do things. And I was young. I, I mean, the, the last time I think I, the last kind of memory I remember of these things occurring, I was at least in first grade. So six, seven years old. I don't know whether I was in second. I just remember being on the playground. And then definitely before that. So I had a knowing that I could do a couple of things. The first thing that I knew I could do is that I could control things with my mind. Like I could move things or alter reality with my mind. I didn't really understand what that meant. I just knew that I could move objects or change things with thought. I also knew that when I was lucid dreaming that I could... um, bring something back into reality. I loved candy. And so I would lucid dream and I would have a candy bar and I'd be like, sweet, I am going to bring this back and I'm going to, it's going to show up on my bedside table. I did that so many times. I also knew that my hands could heal and I would place them on my very old dog. And lastly, I had all these beings around me that I was constantly speaking to. Um, angels and light beings and also uh, fairies I was they always remind me remember us and um, some of the the beings the earth earth beings now what happened was being in third density the rules of this density were that I couldn't do any of those things in this density even though my being could this incarnated being could not at that time anyways at that time. So I would try these things and they wouldn't work. And I, and it was, I would do, I would try them and it wouldn't work. And I'd just be like, Oh, okay. And I would try again and I would try again. And every time I would try, it was just like, I just knew it was going to work and then it wouldn't. And with the beings that I was speaking to, those started to be called my imaginary friends. So as I was attempting to do these things and being in third density reality, I started to doubt myself. And so recently, well, I should say about a month ago in meditation, I was taken back to this time frame where this doubt started to set in. I knew without a doubt I could do these things. And then when I was trying to do them, they weren't working. So what happens when you're going through an experience like that? You start to think, whoa, maybe I don't know how to do any of this. Maybe I can't do this. Maybe my knowingness, my intrinsic sensation of whether, the intrinsic knowledge of whether I can do something or not is wrong. And this sliver of doubt was inserted. It's a big deal. A really big deal. And then within my meditation when I was seeing this, I got to see how then that transpired, how that played out throughout my life. And of course, when we create a belief like that, 
And that is then reflected from our reality to us. And if we continue to believe that belief, it solidifies and it solidifies and it solidifies, leading me to not believe in myself. Now, I've always had intuition and I've always followed my intuition. So I maintained a level of certainty. But on the very, very deep intrinsic level of knowing that I could do things that I wasn't seeing anybody else around me do. Mind you, this didn't come from anywhere outside of myself, just to be clear. Like I didn't watch movies about people controlling things with their mind and think, oh, I could do that. Like it just came from inside. So going back to that level of disbelief and healing that space. And then where I was taken was I was actually taken further into the distrust of it. Is really what it is. It's distrust in self, right? And then it went further as it always does if you're willing to follow the breadcrumb trail. It went further into distrust of source, distrust of the one. That's a big deal. How can we work on expanded levels of consciousness? How can we work in this empowered state of being if we even have a sliver of distrust? Yay, I'm so glad, Robin. Thank you. We can't. Because the distrust will always be there. And even if it's... This was subtle, guys. I, you know, I have said it many, many times. I have done a tremendous amount of work on myself. The things that show up for me now are such on incredibly subtle levels. And it's super fun. It's really fun to work on such subtle levels. But that subtle sliver is still a sliver, right? If you have a sliver in your foot, it's tiny. If you compare the size of that sliver to your whole physical body, if you compare like the, you know, surface area, of that tiny little sliver in your foot compared to the surface area of your whole body. Like proportionally, there's a massive difference, right? But that sliver just continues to bring in pain point. It continues. Every time you step on it, every time you're moving your foot, it's there, it's there, it's there, it's there, present. So even on these very subtle levels, this stuff is very valid. So I mentioned before how we were as a collective working through distrust and it is still here. And so being really aware of where, because I promise you, okay? So just opening up to this, I promise you, you have distrust in yourself and taking that as far as you can. Where does that distrust end ultimately? Because the distrust is part of faith, but there is a difference between trust and faith. But we're starting off with a little bit of distrust here because that's kind of like one of the manifestations of lack of faith or losing faith or not complete faith. So really being aware of where you carry this distrust. So what is the difference between trust and faith? Now that I brought it up. Trust is the trust, the knowing, the belief that in the end, everything will work out. In the end, you will 
pull through. In the end, you will be fine. In the end, all will work out. In the end, all is well, so to speak. The trust that the information you're receiving is, is beneficial. The trust, the belief in love. The belief in whatever it is that you're trusting. Faith is a is a, in a in a way a pulling back from all of it or an expanding into all of it because you can always see those things as either or ultimately it's it's expanding into all of it and realizing that it doesn't matter that's faith it doesn't matter if something turns out good or bad it doesn't matter how it turns out it's the faith that everything is perfect, regardless of whether it shows up how you want it to or not. And the beauty of faith is the more that you really step into and expand into faith, you don't care anymore. You don't have kind of requirements. You don't have needs of how something turns out or not turns out. That's where freedom lies. That's where freedom lies. Because any time that you're trying to manipulate and control and create something into a specific thing, you are trying to control it. And there is energy that, unless you are from a very, very clear space, that you are having to be mirrored back to you, your own resistance, okay? So the trust in this space comes up with trusting that, that you will get through it, that you will achieve your goal, that you will manifest something along the lines of what you're trying to create. Faith is, I don't give a fuck. Faith is a much larger sphere of consciousness because it's the ultimate understanding that everything is one. That is faith. The ultimate, not even belief, it is like, it is the knowing, it is the expansion into, it is the recognition the remembering that all is one. So is anything not perfect? Is anything not divine? Is anything not? No. And when you are able to expand into that faith, and when you're able to really be that faith, which requires a tremendous amount of surrender, because you have to surrender, right? You're, you're not controlling and manipulating anymore. You're here. That's when things really move in and out for you and are created magically. But I don't want to go into this too much. I want to bring it back to what is occurring right now and why are you feeling this? Whether, whatever it is, whether you're feeling distrust, you know, not faith, you're questioning yourself, you're questioning the whole world, you're just fed up, you want to say, fuck it, okay? <laughs> so first off, know that I, I get it. 
know that I hear you, that I feel you, that I understand what you're feeling. And just take a breath with that. Take a breath with feeling seen in this moment. Take a breath into the fear, uncertainty, that energy just to be seen, to be felt, to be held in this very moment by me, by the one infinite love. It's okay to question. It's okay to have uncertainty. It's okay to want to give up. And just allow yourself in this moment just to feel okay, to be accepted in what you're feeling. You are still loved. unconditionally. It reminds me of when I was rock climbing. I used to rock climb a lot. You know what the hardest part always was for me? I'm scared of heights, but <laughs> it was always a, a beautiful challenge for me. The hardest part, always, with the climbing, was first initially getting on the rock, but then the real hardest part was right at the top. Right at the top. When I was right there. For whatever reason, all of a sudden, my consciousness would take me to where I was on the rock, how far I was, all the way I had come, all the challenging moves I'd had to go through, and that I was at the top, and that if I mess up right now, I will have almost made it. And somehow, there's so much more pressure. It, the image I get right now is like a pressure cooker. When we've worked and worked and worked, and we've reached a point where there is this massive pressure. <laughs> right? Diamonds are formed under pressure. <laughs> there's this massive pressure occurring. Right before... The flip right before I was to reach that top. That's where all the pressure is. 
with anything. I get the other image I get is like at a race, is you're nearing the finish line. It's all the same. It's all the same how all of a sudden mentally it becomes very challenging and at the same time very empowering. But that's when you see the finish line, right? That's when I could see the top of the rock. What are we seeing right now? It's like we're shooting in the dark. So it's more like we've run this marathon and we feel like we're at the end of it, but we're in the dark and we don't know. Is it the end? I'm exhausted. Do I keep pushing? Do I keep running? Is the end right around this corner? I'm exhausted. My body hurts. It's bleeding. It's worn out. I'm mentally, emotionally, physically worn out. Is the end right around the corner? Or is it another 10 miles? Is there an end? Of course, there's not ultimately an end to this, to what we're doing, to this ascension process. We're going to keep ascending. But there is a flipping point. And right now we're in that pressure cooker, literally. And I'm not saying that that is going to release and anytime soon. I'm still feeling like it's going to go a little bit further. Another example that comes through is when you are really making a massive transformation. Something that happens a lot is there's a tremendous amount of confusion stirred up. Because if you think about really going from one state of consciousness into a higher state of consciousness, all of a sudden perceptions that were previously there are totally blown apart. Things that you understood, the way that you saw things, are all of a sudden not relevant anymore. That's a very large shift and it can happen on such a massive state within the being that you feel fear, you feel absolutely lost, you feel like delusional or like like oftentimes I'll say it's like a, a, a tornado Tasmanian devil type energy and you're just kind of like oh my who am I who am I am I who I thought I was who am I I have no idea this is the energy that the entire collective is in right now so if you've ever been in that state which I've been in that state several times throughout my transformation it's very, very confusing. And it's very scary the first couple times you do it. Then you get really used to it and you're like, oh yeah, this again. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but the first few times, it's like you can't see anything and you're lost and you don't know who you are and you don't know where you are. All of this is happening on a massive scale, on the scale of the collective. That's a big deal. So the fear that on a personal level, maybe you can breathe through and understand that it's, it's not true. When it's a collective energy, 
it's much harder. We don't have control over the collective, right? We can only influence it from our sliver of the collective. We don't have control over it. So it's really important to understand that this is that pressure cooker. This is that tornado. This is that state of confusion, an absolute like loss of who we are in order to step into who we're becoming. And we're here. And it's really fucking beautiful, to be honest. And the messages that have been coming to me and for everyone have been to just keep faith, keep trusting, keep staying in your heart, stay aligned. This is not the time to give up. This is not the time that you give up on the race. This isn't the time that you let go of the rock. This isn't the time when you're feeling so exhausted this is the time to bring up the depth of your faith. Even if you don't know where the fuck it is, find it, connect to it. You have it. It is intrinsically within you. Dig it up in your heart. Find it in your heart space. The knowing. The knowing. And stay there. And keep connecting and keep connecting and stay there. And that will carry your physical body. That will carry your emotional, your mental body. And it will create a bit of a breathing room for you because all of this energy is so intense on multiple levels. For one, we're getting hit with a lot of light and that's going to keep continuing. And I have a whole video about how to support the physical body through this, but we're going to keep getting hit with a lot of light guys. So there's that energy. And then there's the collective energy. It's a lot, but when you connect to that knowing you connect to the heart space, and you connect to that true point of yourself, it gives you breathing room. It's almost like a cushion between you and that energy. So keep going there. So finances. So obviously, anytime that fear is lit up, finances are lit up. Why is this? Because in our root chakra is our space of safety and security. And humans believe that money is a space of safety and security. I'm not judging, okay? This is what we believe, okay? I'm not saying it's bad or anything like that. It's what we have grown many, many years to believe. And it's really, it's been a reality to some degree. Not anymore. But it's important to always know where we're coming from because this is where we're moving into what we're going to hear, right? So we're coming from a space where money rules the world, right? Money makes the, the, the world turn or spin or whatever the statement is. Okay. So money is in that root chakra and it is entangled within our, our state of fear and safety and security and control. 
and manipulation and identity. All of the things that we are literally shifting out of or changing perspective on, expanding in, from, into, through. All of those things we are expanding our consciousness on. So that's when those, those things be, well, is it, does it rule, does it not rule the world? What is the perspective? And again, people who are aware can begin to feel that money, just like everything, is energy and it flows and it moves and it is inherently abundant. If, if you allow it to be abundant, you don't have to lack it. But as we're moving out of and through and expanding these perspectives, there is a lot of questioning happening again on the collective. So it's really important in these spaces to always be aware of what is truly your fear, your energy, your belief, and what is the fear, the energy, the belief of the collective. Now, if you're feeling it in a really big, in a big way, that means that you have a matching picture. You have an energy that is, is uh, matching the same vibration of the collective. What do I mean by that? If the collective is saying, oh my God, money, lack, fear around money, and you're feeling that really intensely, that means you to some degree, not saying to the same degree, but to some degree you have the same vibration of belief within you. So that's where it's important to be self-aware so that you can find where is that belief? What do you believe around money? What do you believe around your own personal security and safety? What does it look like if you have no money? What does it look like if you have a bunch of money? Put yourself into these circumstances. Trigger yourself. This is how you become aware. Where does it feel uncomfortable for you? Where are your beliefs around money? Find them. Why? Because then you can transform them. You don't have to believe it. It's a belief. You have power over your beliefs. You get to choose what you believe. So when you find those beliefs, that's when you get to transform them. What do you believe? Investigate. There's also a lot of shifting happening around money. Like the energy of money right now is, is very distorted and turmoil. I don't know what, anyways, it has turmoil. <laughs> this is what I'm seeing right now, the images that are coming in right now. Because it's kind of being pulled. It's, it's got a lot of still being held in old perspective. And there's a lot of that really trying to continue to, to maintain that because there's a lot of control there with money. If we continue to believe that there is lack within money, then there's control. And so there's, there's a lot of like trying to hold on and grip on and maintain this. Meanwhile, the energy is trying to expand into this. I'm just using this as an example, but it's actually an expansion. Okay, there's spheres of consciousness. So it's kind of like, I can't, and it's, and it's kind of like, I'm seeing it, um, like it's, like it's trying and it's expanding, like not, you know, um, circum, <laughs> it's not, it's not expanding completely. It's like bulging in spots. It's, it's really distorted right now. It's really distorted. 
how it's being perceived, how it's being used. What does money even mean? All of the massive, I mean, there is a massive file cabinet of beliefs around money and all of those are being lit up. And literally right now, the collective is being asked, do you want to believe in this one? Do you want to believe in this one? Do you want to believe in this one? Do you, all of them are being brought up to be seen. So it's a big deal. So again, first know that again, this is a collective thing, but really use it to your advantage. What are your beliefs around money? Where do you want to expand those limiting beliefs into more expansive, more all-inclusive, more limitless perspective. One of the best things you can do with regards with money is really put yourself in the doghouse. Take yourself there. What does it look like if you lose everything? Now just feel right there how you were triggered with just those words. You haven't even taken yourself there yet. Just those words have so much control over you because you don't want to look at it. Anything that you resist looking at, you resist facing has tremendous power over you. like, I, I don't want to even, I don't even want to know what that would look like. Yeah. Then it runs you on subconscious levels because you don't want to go there so badly that you resist and you fight. But what if you take yourself there? What happens? A couple of things happen. For one, you will see. It's really not all that bad. It's really not all that bad. What would happen if you lost everything? Take yourself there. You'll find, yeah, it's crappy. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not enjoyable. It could be enjoyable. You can totally enjoy having nothing. That's all perspective. That's all choice. You can see it as an interesting, an interesting shift to your reality. You know, it can be extremely expansive to lose everything. Why? Because in that moment, you have nothing left to lose. That is rock bottom. You know what happens when people reach rock bottom? They skyrocket. Why? Because they reach freedom. This is what happens when people say that, oh, I hit rock bottom and then my life changed. Why? Because they don't have any more fear. They've reached their bottom. The only way to go is up. So then they do shit that they wouldn't have done because they were too scared. That's what rock bottom does. That's what letting everything go, dropping everything, losing everything, selling everything. It can be extremely freeing, extremely expansive. All of a sudden, all the money, the job, all these things you were so scared about losing, they're gone. What more do you have to lose? Your dignity, that's gone. If you allow it to be gone, 
There's nothing. Take yourself there in meditation. I urge you. And really see what's there. First, all the fear will come up and just keep staying with it. Stay with it. Stay with it. And then what actually happens is it just goes pop. If you really stay with it, it pops. And you're like, really? That's, that would be the rock bottom? What's so bad about that? I've taken myself there so many times. And the first few times, yeah, it was really uncomfortable. Really uncomfortable. Like I just said, I didn't even want to go there. I didn't want to go there. It was like, if I just put a wall up, <laughs> I'm safe. Bullshit. It's the opposite. You're controlled by that energy. Break it down. So I broke it down and it, and it was uncomfortable and, you know, triggered all of those energies within me that were holding me, that had power over me. Yeah, it's going to bring light to that shit. But now every time I go there, it actually ends up looking really beautiful. Why? Because I know that I wouldn't be alone. That's my perspective. You will have a different perspective, but I wouldn't be alone. And I would be completely, it would be like a kid in a candy store. Yes, Robin, exactly. It's crazy expansive. You'd just be like, now what? Now what? And then when you take yourself there, then you can take yourself the other direction even easier. Okay? That's what it looks like if I lose everything. What happens if I gain everything? Explore it all. Go into every nook and cranny that you can think of. Because then all of a sudden there's no more fear about what if. You've experienced it all. This is literally what you're doing here. You're here to experience. Experience. So if you take yourself out of those places and experience so great, now you're, you're free to just allow. You're free to allow. And that is the place that you want to be. That's freedom. So I urge you to hang in there. I urge you to see that you're at the end of the race, to know it intrinsically, just know. And dig into yourself for the part of the, you that you didn't think you had anymore. You can do this. We are supported. And I am given this message again and again and again. And to be honest, I don't really share this message because this is the message that everybody says, right? We're supported, we're supported, we're supported. It kind of gets old. You're like, oh yeah, great, we're supported. Well, I don't fucking feel it. <laughs> Where is all this great support? I support you. There, now you have a physical body supporting you. <laughs> I am a physical person supporting you. It's a big deal, right? To be supported. We're not just supported. 
by light beings. We have to understand that we are a community of lighthouses. We are shining. It is getting brighter. It is getting brighter. Dig deep. Face those fear. Be the sliver of the collective that you are. And be a sliver of such fucking bright light that the darkness can't stand you. Just like the sliver in the foot, you're a sliver of light that's so bright. Don't underestimate the power of your tiny sliver. Thank you for being here with me. Thank you for listening, for being open. Thank you for shining. Thank you for believing. Thank you for hanging in there. I love you so much. I see you. And I am here for you.